from India's largest newsroom, I'm Arun George, and this is the Times of India podcast. The good news is that it is not as uh, transmissible as COVID-19. It's mostly uh, like Ebola where you require uh, skin-to-skin contact or uh, um, in terms of uh, any exposure to body fluids uh, of the people with whom uh, there is close contact. That's when it spreads. So therefore, it cannot spread the way COVID-19 has spread. At the same time, we need to follow a few precautions uh, as similar to any infectious disease so that we are uh, successful in limiting this to only few people and not allow it to spread. That's Dr. Giridhar Babu explaining why he's not overly worried about the spread of monkeypox. After weeks of the spread of the disease in other parts of the world, a second case of monkeypox was detected in Kerala earlier this week. A man who returned from the UAE has tested positive for monkeypox in Kerala. We are now understanding the second case of monkeypox has been reported in Kerala. A 31-year-old Kanu native is under treatment. But this disease is hardly new. The monkeypox virus jumped from the animal world to humans and it's from the same family of viruses as the one that causes smallpox. The World Health Organization or WHO says the virus was discovered in 1950 among monkeys and hence the name. The first human case was detected in 1970 in the Democratic Republic of Congo. What's different this time round is that the virus has spread to European countries and the US and now to India. Here's what a WHO expert had to say about why they've categorized the virus as a moderate risk presently. WHO has described the risk as moderate because it is monkeypox is spreading in locations where it has never been reported before. So this new pattern of transmission is concerning and it's moving quite quickly. So it's really important for WHO and all countries and all parties and all stakeholders at the community level to understand where the risk may be, who may be at risk, so that people can protect themselves. We spoke with Dr. Giridhar to understand how well India is prepared to deal with this virus. Dr. Giridhar is an epidemiologist and studies the spread of diseases. He's also the head of life course epidemiology at the Public Health Foundation of India. In today's episode, Dr. Giridhar explains the symptoms of the disease, how it can be treated, why India may have more than just two cases and why there's no need to panic. Dr. Giridhar, to start with, could you explain what is monkeypox and how would one know if one has it? Uh, We need to be aware that this can present as any other viral illness where fever, chills, headache, muscle aches, uh, some amount of weakness will always be there. Uh, what distinguishes from all the other viral illness, uh, which we generally get maybe once a year, is a typical rash, skin rash, and also uh, swollen lymph nodes. Uh, Lymph nodes are nothing but uh, small glands. Uh, Skin rash is almost uh, pathognomonic. It is characteristic feature of the monkeypox. 
uh, sometimes uh, it might be the only presenting feature even if there's only one or two rashes uh, maybe that's the only thing they might have so therefore uh, high degree of uh, suspicion uh, should be there for monkeypox the moment we see skin rash uh, and uh, swollen lymph nodes uh, in addition to all the other symptoms of viral illness uh in this case now we'd be looking only at patients who maybe come from certain locations right i, I just wanted to clarify that it, because you have diseases like say uh, chickenpox and measles which would still technically be doing the rounds so how would someone really start worrying about this compared to another disease yes we should be suspicious if there is history of travel to particular region where there are uh, more cases of monkeypox diagnosed but at this stage i wouldn't uh, really worry too much about uh, the travel history or because by now i feel if it had to spread it would have uh, spread from close contact of uh, people from one person to another it's not everybody who is at risk it's only a few people who are at higher risk compared to a uh, general population uh, generally it is found uh, among uh, men who have sex with men but it doesn't mean that only it is the only high risk group that anybody who is in getting uh, in contact uh, skin to skin or with any body fluids of another human being is at the risk uh, if you are aware that these are the symptoms how do we distinguish is what is important and you asked a great question in terms of there is chicken pox there are also other skin rashes how would you uh, distinguish and this is where the role of uh, primary care uh, physician or family physician or even a health worker uh, will have to be relayed on and any rash has to be reported first so whenever there is a rash uh, we need to distinguish whether it's because of monkey pox chicken pox or measles uh, these are the most three most common um, diseases with uh, rash illness there is a difference between the way rash develops and also are distributed for monkey pox uh, the rashes develop slowly whereas in chicken pox and measles it's almost rapid in monkey pox the rash distribution is mostly on the face and it's also present on the palms and soles whereas in chicken pox it's mostly on the trunk and in measles it starts with face and spreads uh even reaching hands and feet these are the things that the clinician or the healthcare worker will do but any rash has to be reported um not that uh to be of scab but then uh, to understand what this is it is and then to make a proper diagnosis and take uh, preventive measures accordingly uh there is a lymphadenopathy as i said uh, glands uh, swollen Uh, in monkey pox which is generally absent in chicken pox and measles this is what every healthcare worker will be aware government of india has already issued guidelines regarding this uh, my request to common uh, people is that uh, please report if there is any rash uh, because the virus can get transmitted even a few days before the onset of rash till the rashes completely subside given we are already in a pandemic um a lot of worry about the spread of this disease is also how high risk it is like and are there any particular vulnerable groups to this disease 
any viral illness uh, will have uh, more uh, complications in people with poor immunity. So if anybody is immunocompromised, uh, as you know, uh, with age, the immunity also goes down. And with comorbidities also, the immune response may not be as good as a completely healthy person. So they are at higher risk. The difference here is if people are vaccinated against smallpox, they might have an advantage uh, over those who are not. And uh, mostly it is uh, the people uh, who have seen the smallpox eradication era uh, in uh, 70s are the ones who have got vaccination against smallpox. So they might have uh, a higher uh, benefit compared to others. Uh, so uh, even if uh, they are old, if they have the vaccination earlier, can it protect them even now? Uh, is what something we need to see. But again, not everybody is at risk. But those who are at risk should be careful on identifying who has the disease and protect themselves uh, from uh, getting the infection. It is not going to be another pandemic-like situation. Therefore, we should not really uh, be uh, uh, pressing the panic button. However, uh, personal uh, protection for the health workers, especially those who are taking care of uh, people infected with monkeypox, and also their contacts, those who are caregivers, uh, these uh, precautions will have to be taken. And in terms of treatment, is it just isolation or is there medication as well? Not everybody who has the disease needs treatment. Uh, mostly it is self-limiting. Uh, as long as we isolate the person uh, till uh, the entire lesion, skin lesion dries off and falls off and there's a healthy skin uh, grown, uh, there's mostly no treatment required except for symptomatic relief for fever, lymphadenopathy and any other complications. Uh, the, uh, there are also two ways of looking at the treatment. Uh, one is uh, in terms of the vaccines and the other one is in terms of the drugs. People who have doubt that they've come in contact with persons who have monkeypox can get uh, vaccines. There are two approved vaccines by FDA. In terms of the treatment, there are two treatment options, uh, two drugs, which uh, one is a drug, the other one is vaccinia immunoglobulin, which is given intravenously. The drug which is approved by FDA is not required for everybody. Only those who have uh, uh, complications, those who are having immunocompromised situation uh, is uh, the indication for it. Uh, but uh, we should not worry about uh, treatment uh, too much because not everybody requires the treatment as of now. And with India itself, we're now at a stage where we have two cases that are confirmed. Um, given the the spread in other regions and also the fact that, you know, we, we still aren't sure if these are the only two. Do you worry that more cases could be there in India than the two confirmed ones? If the question is, can there be more cases? Absolutely, yes. There's no doubt about it. There can be more cases than uh, just the two cases. But uh, would I really worry too much? Um, not really. I mean, compared to COVID-19, this is not going to spread uh, unless uh, there is very close contact. Now, in crowded situations where a person with active skin lesions is uh, coming in contact with many people, 
that's how uh, they can spread to more people. Otherwise, uh, it can't uh, be a major problem uh, as uh, we have seen with the other uh, infectious outbreaks. Being aware that this is how it spreads and then uh, the training of the healthcare workers and strengthening the surveillance will identify more cases. But we should not panic. Strengthening surveillance is absolutely essential. So we're um, looking at a scenario where the spread of this disease has largely been in European nations and the US, apart from African nations, that is. What explains why we haven't seen such a widespread of this disease for so many years and why are we suddenly seeing this now? Is there any explanation for that? Zoonotic diseases are the diseases which spread from animals to human beings. In our lifetimes and in, a, in the next few generations, it is the most common uh, uh, infection or disease because all new infections, most of them, more than 85% of them will be because of zoonotic in nature. Why is this happening? Uh, deforestation, there is frequent contact with animals and human beings. Therefore, we are at higher risk, whether it's uh, monkeypox or COVID-19 or the future diseases that we have to witness. Uh, we need to be looking at how to mitigate, how to prevent these uh, from occurring. The only way to do it is to uh, follow the One Health approach where we seek equilibrium between the environmental aspects, then animal health and human health. We need to respect each of these domains. The second aspect is surveillance. Even if it is there, do we have clear surveillance mechanism to pick it up? Um, generally, uh, the blame is put on uh, the systems that report. Uh, we should be congratulating the systems who report the cases earlier because they have a functional system of finding disease and treating them. The problem is when we don't find the disease, when it exists. So therefore, strengthening the surveillance mechanisms and having the suspicion um, both in terms of uh, clinicians and also in the healthcare workers to have uh, uh, the case definitions understood, how to ship the lab uh, specimens, what kind of uh, outbreak investigation has to be done, what are the treatment options, is all training issues. And this is how we should get prepared for tackling any zoonotic diseases in future, not just monkeypox. With the disease, uh, what will you be watching for in the coming days to kind of tell us how we are handling it? Now, I think uh, one of the key attributes of a functioning surveillance system is that whenever any disease is present, are we detecting it? I, I look forward for identification of this disease wherever it exists in whichever geographical regions. Having done that and isolating uh, people who have the disease and also providing them adequate treatment uh, should be the minimum indicators. For me, absent uh, areas are more worrying than the areas which report. Uh, just to give an example, if Kerala has reported two cases, they'll have an adequate response and they'll also prepare the uh, surveillance system for picking similar diseases in future. Uh, if there are other regions who have not detected, even if it is present, that is more uh, a worrying sign. 
if we miss cases, there will be greater casualties. That's what we should prevent. Today's episode was produced by Jairaj Singh, Sunai Marathe and Anuja Singh. For a daily spotlight on people, ideas and stories that matter, subscribe to us. We're available on TUI+, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts and all other platforms of your choice. For any news tips, email us at tuipodcast at timesinternet.in.